Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. It's your daily dose of Donna. Welcome to the show. Today is Wednesday, July 12th. We have made it to hump day. I hope you guys have had an amazing week already and are going to have an even better tail end of the week. You know how that works. It's like the beginning of the week and the tail end of the week. You guys, so exciting how this YouTube show has grown. I got a DM last night and if you're watching, you're watching and I'm not going to shout you out, but this is a person that I have been following for years in, um, on Instagram. She's amazing. And she, like my last, it's so funny. I got a DM from her last night saying, I love your YouTubes. And I was like, huh? And I went on her page and like, or her, our DMs. And there were so many DMs of me sending her messages, like in the last few years. And I was just tripping out. It's tripping me out that um, someone that I've followed for years and years that has nothing really to do with this reality world, except probably just a fan, text me, message me out of nowhere to say, I love your YouTube. So here's a note for all of you guys. I really want you to understand, I am a nobody in this world. I literally just decided on January 6th of this year. I mean, look, sure, I'm a former casting director. I do have industry experience. My husband is in the industry. He just got booked to work on the next season of Perfect Match, you guys. Um, so he'll be out of town for an entire month. We'll talk about that. But what's so crazy is like, I just decided to follow my passion and do something and nothing has taken off and grown the way this has in any of my industries before. So it's just a moment for you guys to think like, what is that one thing that you've always wanted to do? And just go for it. Like seriously, just try, just try. It's very, very exciting. Okay. For the Patreon, I am releasing a new audio Patreon later today. So if you have not joined Patreon, you're going to make sure to join there and you get that for the lower tier. But if you do subscribe to the higher tier, you can join Lance and I on our first happy hour monthly Zoom, which will be this Friday at 5 p.m. Pacific time. You can jump on, jump off. It's going to be about an hour. We're going to drink some wine, maybe a margarita. You guys let me know if you can join. And if you do... Just make sure that you subscribe for that higher tier and make sure to jump into the Facebook group. Let me know. And I'm super excited about that. I just love the idea of, you know, my inner circles and it feels so fun and just free to have that uh, circle going on and just have you guys support me, support the show. And I just love it. I, I, that's my favorite part about this is connecting with you guys. Seriously. That's why I do this, these on TikTok live every single day. Um, because the energy that I get from the comments back from you guys is huge for me to keep going. It really makes a big difference. Ah, you guys, yeah, last night I had a whole thing. I was, you know, my kids are at camp, right? They're at sleepaway camp and I'm struggling a little bit, not because I miss them, which I do. I miss them. Trust me, I miss them. But because I feel a little bit bored. Now, if you're like me in any way, I'm a go-go-goer, right? I wake up, I work out, I do sometimes two workouts, then I work all day, then I usually run errands, and then I'm cooking all day, and then cleaning, and then, you know, doing something for the next day. And then 8 p.m. is kind of when I decide I just, like, pass out, right? It's not a bodysuit. Thank you. Someone said, love your bodysuit. It's actually a little, it's a little tank. Um, but thank you. So, uh, so I 
yesterday around five o'clock, I finished work. I work with a client that I, I'm producing her show. So I finished that. It was five o'clock. I went to UPS. I had to run an errand. And then I was like, what the hell do I do with my life? I don't want to cook. I don't want to do it. <laughs> what do you do? I did get Lance to take me out on a date. I forced him to take me out on a date because I didn't cook dinner and he was hungry. So we went to the Grove, which is a great outdoor mall here in um, I think the West Hollywood area. And uh, we sat, we had a cocktail, and then we went to this French restaurant and we had mussels and French onion soup. And it's so good. And I was talking to my friend Molly today who said, take your moments to be bored. Like watch all the Netflix shows, read all the books, do nothing because this this kind of stuff doesn't happen. And I have to force myself to do nothing. But today I will do, I think this afternoon, evening, I'm going to do nothing. Well, I'm going to read and probably watch TV, but like nothing. You know what I mean? Lisa says, write down a list of all the things you wish you had time for when they're home and go do them. Okay. (laughs) I don't know what that is. I'll have to figure it out. Um, Okay. So you guys, let's get into a couple updates on the stories of the week. We have all been talking about the Jonah Hill and I feel like I got to talk about it just because if I don't continue to talk about it, um, then I'm not like telling the whole story. Yesterday, a lot of updates in the, in the world of Jonah Hill because um, basically, okay. Basically, there is a show from years and years ago on Nickelodeon called Zoe 101 that starred Jamie Lynn Spears, um, Britney Spears' sister. Alexa Nicholas was an actress on that show, and she has come out multiple times over the last few years talking about predators in the industry, talking about how people take advantage of young people in the industry, et cetera, et cetera. I heard her on a podcast. I want to say it was the girl – you know, Kim Possible, even Steven's girl, Christy Carlson Romano. I heard her speak, I think, on that podcast about it. And it's a pretty crazy story, Um, you know, all the things she's gone through in her life, right? But she's never mentioned Jonah Hill. She's never talked about Jonah Hill, never once. And then yesterday, because of all the drama around Jonah Hill, she did decide to open up about how the fact, or a couple days ago, about the fact that when she was young, 16 years old, she was at a party At Justin Long's house, you guys know who Justin Long is, actor. He used to date Drew Barrymore, I think. And now he's engaged or married to Kate Bosworth. Bosworth. Um, Always seems like a very legitimately nice, sweet guy. But she was at his house at 16 years old. She said drunk, very drunk. Um, And Jonah Hill and her had gone outside to smoke a cigarette. And apparently he pushed her against the wall and tried to kiss her and she pushed him off. And that was where the story ended, meaning it didn't go further than that, thank God, but that was the story. Okay. So this gets a little tricky. Now we're getting a little tricky because you can't spin an adult kissing a minor. Can't spin it. There's no like, oh, but maybe he thought you liked him or whatever. Like it doesn't really matter what the why is or the how, it's the what, right? And that's the truth. I mean, ultimately, you can't spin an adult kissing a minor. When I was 16 years old, 17 years old, I was full on hooking up with like a 19-year-old, 20-year-old, like fully. I mean, not like going all the way, but like making out. It's so interesting to think about. Like I never, and I was talking to Lance about that last night and he's like, really? 
what kind of a guy was that? And I was like, I don't know. It felt so normal at the time. And the guys, and then Lance said, you know, the one thing my dad taught me was never, ever, ever to touch a girl under 18, ever. And I was like, well, I guess that's a good thing that your dad taught you that. But it wasn't weird for me because we were all hanging out. We were all in the same circle. Chris says things were different back then. Maybe. Sorry, I'm so thirsty. I just took a hot yoga class. Lorda says, remember Melanie Griffith and Don Johnson, 14 and 22 years old. Wow. Um, Cat's Coffee and Cocktail says 16 and 19 is the same age group, 16 and 27, totally different. I want to say he was 24. Either way, it's not right. I mean, it's not right. You can't really spin it. Whether or not it felt like he was doing something wrong at the time is is kind of out of it's kind of not really even a conversation because ultimately it's not right. Okay. Right. We know that. That being said, that being said, it's, it's, it's very, very bad for Jonah Hill. Okay. Let's be honest. It's bad for Jonah Hill because he's already got this really bad reputation now because of his ex-girlfriend. And then now it's the pile on, like, let's all come out of the woodwork with anything bad about him. Why she's been so open. Alexa has been so open about predators and has never mentioned his name before until today or until this week. Kind of sucks. You know, I don't understand that because it's not like she's been shy about it. She's been very open about multiple, multiple men in the industry. She also called out Justin Long. She called out another actor that I don't know the name of who was on a, um, a show at the time. Um, I can get it for you guys if you need. And then um, she called out Seth MacFarlane, who's the creator of Family Guy, who I've always really liked as a, like a human being from what I've seen online and like on TV. So it's, it's, it's scary. Listen, it's scary for a ver- variety of reasons. One thing I will do is say that because you can never know if these things are actually true or not, no one was filming, there's no proof, there's no evidence. Jonah Hill has denied. Alexa has conf- has obviously, you know, um, said this happened. We have to, as human beings, believe it. You don't have to, I guess, but it's really hard not to believe it if if you want to say that you believe women. And I do believe women. I do. Um, it's just so, it's so nuanced. It's so nuanced because I'm, I'm like interested. And I guess Lance, like my husband was like, no, I ne- I knew never, ever, ever to hook up with a younger girl. But I did all the time. <laughs> like, and I didn't think it was weird. I really didn't. Like, I swear to God, like I was making out with 19, 20 year olds all the time when I was 16. Like I was dating one. My mom knew about it. Like, I don't know why it didn't feel weird. Now I think about it, like what the hell? A couple of comments on the Facebook page about it. Some people are like, he has to be canceled immediately if he ever kissed a minor. I'm not a pro cancel culture person. So I'm going to be quiet about that. Um, Another person said, where the hell was her mom? Like she was 16. Why is she hanging out at 24-year-old, 25-year-old houses getting drunk? It's it's a little bit like of a tricky situation, you guys. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't want to get canceled from you guys. I will say this. I am, you know, if if he is a jerk, which I never said Jonah Hill wasn't a jerk. If he is a jerk, which he probably is, he's been known to date a lot of what they call normies for the, through the years, right? Jonah Hill is someone that is a, uh, he is a, no, Chris, you weren't the one that said that. Uh, 
Um, Jonah Hill is someone that very much likes to date girls that aren't successfully like in the public eye. Like they're not fame famous, right? So that could come down to maybe the fact that he has insecurity about himself. He wants to be like the more in control partner, the one that has like a little bit more of a um you know, uh, the power dynamics. Maybe he craves that in his relationships because of his own insecurities. If that's the case, I guarantee you he's probably a jerk. He probably is a jerk to his girlfriends. Like I'm not I don't think that that's not true. I also think that, you know, as women, just don't date guys that are jerks like that. I don't know. Maybe you fall in love and then you kind of have to. Anyway, P. Diddy is getting a lot of hate. I have not seen a thing about him. Curious. So, okay, with the Jonah Hill, we'll just have to see how it goes. It's very, very tricky for people when you get um, kind of – when you get put in the public eye as doing something that you have no proof and you can't negate. You can't go back and say like, no, you know, 12, 20 years ago, let me have a, I have a video of it. Like you can't, right? So it's very, very tricky. Very tricky. Okay. Meanwhile, meanwhile, um, on my Patreon, I'm going to go deeper into the Jonah Hill story with some personal things. And I will go deeper into talking a little more about Bethany. And then of course, let's go into Kyle Kardashian. Kyle Kardashian. Is there a Kyle Kardashian? No, there's a Kyle. Kyle. No, there's Kylie. And she's not even a Kardashian. She's uh, Jenner. Um, so let's talk Kim. Uh, I can't get any of the K's right. Let's talk Kyle Richards. Mauricio, the only update, there hasn't been crazy updates, but it looks to me like they're kind of back to posting normal stuff and just acting like everything's fine. Kyle Richards has been posting a lot in her stories, um, accounts who are saying like, leave Kyle alone. Stop going after Kyle. Um, she posted a, a photo dump of, of June yesterday um, on her Instagram. And of course, you know, the last time she did this, there was no pictures of her family, only pictures of Morgan Wade and her. And then this time she posted photos of uh, all family. It was all family. And a lot of it was from the wedding. And I think she's trying to do a little bit. And, you know, you guys are going to think, you know, I'm mean to say this because she did comment back on someone that said this, but it does feel a little bit of damage control. Meanwhile, Mauricio posted a picture of him reading his own book. He released a memoir, like a business book, a couple months ago. And if I were him, I would also post about it right now because I'm sure they're getting so much attention on their Instagrams, but of him reading the book. And she kind of wrote a cute comment saying like, I – I can't believe you're reading your own book again. Ha ha. And he wrote, ha ha. Like they, it's very clear. Number one, I, what I'm getting from this is they have a very, um, copacetic friend, friendly relationship, whether or not they're splitting together. I don't think that there is major fights. It doesn't look like that at all. Um, but you know, Heather McDonald did say something interesting in her show this week, Juicy Scoop. She did say, I saw a reel that went around um, where she basically said, now after this Vanderpump story, you have to really do anything you can to like get the attention on you. And this, I have been saying this on the show this whole week or last week that this upcoming season of Real Houses of Beverly Hills has zero 
stories about it. Usually on every single season, they're like, oh my God, we can't wait to watch. It was the Erica Jane of it all. It was the Denise Richards of it all. Everyone had been hearing these stories. And then when the season comes, people are dying to tune in. This season, there's nothing. There's no, um, you know, leaked stories. There's no, oh my God, you're going to die when you see what happens when they all go to Vegas. It's just every picture that they post of them all, they're all just standing together smiling. It doesn't seem like there's major drama or anything. And Yes, like I I think personally that this is a great example of how to get people to tune in. Andy Cohen said on his show, you will see this on the show. Kyle and Mauricio have been dropping hints that there's drama about their relationship in the show. They're picking cameras back up to talk about the split, although I don't know even know if there's a real split. We'll see. Um you know, Heather McDonald mentioned something that I think is really interesting. Like she's not shying away from cameras, Kyle Richards. She's not actually, she's like, give us our privacy, but then she's going out in public, right? She went to Craig's. I said it on the show a few weeks, a few days ago. You don't go to Craig's unless you want to get photographed. It's a paparazzi hangout. People call the paparazzi. People know that people are there. It was Teddy Mellencamp's birthday. And so they go to Craig's. Uh, and then she also spoke to paparazzi with her window down. Then she went and, and got her own gas and TMZ happened to be there. There's like a lot of different situ- situations where it feels a little bit, hmm, what's going on with that, you know? Now, yeah, no one's heard about Morgan. She has new music out. We'll have to see what happens. If we're all getting pulled one over on this one, which I don't think is really happening, but if we are, it's going to be so annoying for her fans. I just find it annoying. I, I think we're going to like, we can do, only do this a few times before it's like uh, 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 enough with this bullshit storylines. Now Vanderpump to me broke the mold. It broke the mold with these crazy stories. It was like insane. And I'm going to get into Vanderpump in just a moment. Okay. Well, I'm sorry about the Wi-Fi, you guys. I can't change it right now. So just watch the YouTube feed later. Okay. So, um, Kyle posted on her stories something about cancer season, and she posted something about like happy belated to Teddy, happy birthday to Lisa Rinna, and happy birthday to Dorit. Teddy has shared it, and I can't remember who else has shared it, but Dorit has not shared it. Dorit has not commented on it. Are Dorit and Kyle friends right now? Do we know? I'm so interested to find out if you guys know any scoop on that one, right? I'm very interested. Meanwhile, Garcelle was at a a premiere for, was it Spider-Man? I don't even know. And she talked about the fact that she said, Kyle's hanging in there. I sent her a text and she's hanging in there. So who understands, who knows, who cares? I don't even know. Honestly, I'm already bored with the storyline. Let's be honest. I'm already bored with the storyline. If you're in love with Morgan Wade, like come out with it because people are going to be over it already, especially if you're commenting sweet nothings with Mauricio. It's confusing to all of us. Okay, next. Vanderpump Rules filmed last night at Sir. They were all together. Obviously not Rachel, but Tom Sandoval was spotted. Sheena was there. Ariana was there. Katie was there. I imagine other people were there. Probably James. Probably. Well, it was Tuesday, so we'll see you next Tuesday probably. Yeah, isn't that at Sir? See you next Tuesday? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Um, 
And there was footage of Sheena yelling at Sandoval. I posted it on my stories today. Sheena yelling at Sandoval in the famous alley. And interestingly, there's like a big van, like a big sprinter van that's blocking the alley from the outsider's point of view. Because they do need privacy in these public spaces. You know, seeing them all show up at Sir and there's like a gaggle of paparazzi, this show has taken a new turn. Now I feel like we're all watching it all come out. And it's it's changing the dynamic. I want to know nothing anymore about it, these shows. I just want to tune in and watch. Do you guys feel the same way? I feel like it's all getting, am I yelling? My ear is plugged. So I'm like, am I yelling right now? <laughs> I'm getting so into it. Um, anyway, we'll have to see what happens with, with Vanderpump Rules. I, 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 it's going to be so many months until we see this show. Apparently, Rachel is going to start filming next week. I told you guys a while ago there, she is definitely in the show. We know this. Before it was out there, she's definitely going to be shooting all together next week. Um, and I'm going to be talking about more about a private text I got over on my Patreon. And that's kind of like the majority of the stories out there today. Um, oh, Vanderpump Rules got nominated for two Emmys. That's kind of exciting. Two Emmys for Vanderpump Rules. And now I say my podcast is an Emmy, circa Emmy nominated show. So we are no longer just, you know, a stupid reality podcast and like pop culture podcast, we are, we're speaking about Emmy nominated content here. Okay. Just remember that we're speaking about Emmy nominated content and, uh, we should all feel better about ourselves watching these kinds of shows at night. So congratulations, Vanderpump Rules. Very exciting. I was going to yoga this morning and right when I got to the, uh, class, I saw my girlfriend Trish and she was crying because she just found out that her show, Jury Duty, was nominated for Best Comedy. She was the attorney in Jury Duty. If you guys haven't watched that, you have to watch it. I told you guys all to watch that. I binged it one day. It was so good. Um, anyway, love you guys. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. And make sure to sign up for the Patreon so you can join us for a happy hour Zoom on Friday. Any other things to say? I don't know. We're going to watch OC tonight and talk about it tomorrow if it's interesting. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.